We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Roto-Wire DFS show. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Ryan Belangi. Happy New Year to everyone. I think this is our first show of the new year. I believe the last one you guys talked about was the 31st, the first, something like that. But Ryan, welcome to 2023. Do you have any uh, DFS resolutions here? Looking forward. Um, yeah. Hopefully have a better year this year than I did last year. Um, that might be tough after winning King of the Pitch, but that's the goal. I don't know. What about you? Uh, my goal, just to get into King of the Pitch. I guess I'll, I'll start there. Start the uh, start. Man, the you've been out. close. You've been real close, man. That one close. slate you got. That one slate you got robbed, to be honest. But it's painful, man. These King <laughs> of the Pitch qualifiers are painful. I've got five straight seconds. I've been stuck on. Four tickets forever. I mean, not really complaining, but seconds are brutal, man. Yeah, that one that one hurt a little bit. Probably still stinging a little too much, even though it was two months ago. Especially when you're looking for your first ticket, man. Trust me. Like <laughs> I like never thought I was gonna get a ticket when I first started playing. I just I, I know that's a that's a <laughs> tough sweat. Uh yeah, so we're talking Wednesday slate. There's an article on the slide writ- on the site written by Jack Burkhart. Really quickly for like a minute, do you have any thoughts on Tuesday's slate? Are you just looking for Manchester United home against Bournemouth? Do you have any other uh ideas for Tuesday slate? Um yeah, I had a few ideas. I mean, stacking United seems pretty good. Just all things considered, it's a great matchup against Bournemouth. And it, like, it's hard not it's hard for me not to stack them, but I feel like that's probably going to be the popular thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, some cheap prices on Leicester. Um, I don't know what people will do with Jamie Vardy. You got to think he'd be somewhat popular at forty one hundred. Might be a spot where even I'll play some Jamie Vardy. I mean, it's just too cheap. Um, yeah, I don't know. Arsenal-Newcastle, I mean, one of the games of the season. Um, Newcastle dominated Arsenal in the game at the end of the last season. Arsenal needed to win to make Champs League. Um, at Newcastle. That game really, yeah, that game really sticks out, though. I mean, Newcastle taught Arsenal a lesson. 
obviously it's a different team now. Arsenal were without a bunch of key players. Um, for DFS, yeah, that's a tough one. What do you think people are going to do with that Arsenal-Newcastle game? I could see it. I was, I was sort of surprised, I don't know, by the total and by the odds, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if uh, – Are you going to play get... Trippier at uh, 6,800 at Arsenal? Um, I think that's the main question. Yeah, that's a question. In cash games, probably. Uh, in tournaments, I don't know. I think this is a spot you could fade Trippier. Also, there's not – but there's not, like, great defenders on the slate. So, there's a lot of – I don't know. I still think he's a pretty good play. What, what do you think? I mean, I don't think he's a must, though, like for tournaments. There's a lot of right. scenarios where he busts, and there's there's still plenty of scenarios where he puts up over 10 points. Um, pricing is kind of tough on this slate, so I guess my lean is no for tournaments. Um, I don't know. Do you think people will play him? Yeah, I think it's it's almost inevitable if you, you just look at what he's done in recent games, and it's like how is – I think on the last show, Jordan mentioned that he should be 10K – almost almost every slate maybe not against manchester city kind of thing like that um the first idea i had i did really quickly i was just looking at the manchester united fullbacks like if you get juan basaka malasia 4600 4300 uh in their matchup i know they're not usually great plays but home against bournemouth is pretty favorable so i know they're not the best plays but they're still cheap enough to where you can't consider them to where they i don't know maybe close to 10 points for them uh with yeah. the clean sheet so yeah i like one of them for sure um i don't mind a stupid yan either uh, yeah I think was, he was he was relatively cheap yeah um, he's 4100 jack uh, mentioned him yeah, in his article that that looks pretty good to me um but you know trippier away to arsenal that's a tough matchup um playing on martinelli's side I don't know. I think he would ha- he has to get there with set pieces and shots assisted from those set pieces, which he could. I mean, especially if Arsenal score early, I could Newcastle will you know pour it on late, trying to get back in the game. Um, but yeah, it's a tough matchup. I don't know. My lean is no for tournaments, but I don't know. And then he'll get twenty. Arsenal will go up three nil, and Trippier will have ten corners. <laughs> yeah, you know I've been. Yeah, he Trippier's beat me plenty this year. So I mean, if I maybe if I had been playing Trippier when I should have been, and as much as I should have been, I might be on him more. But you know, I kind of just got to stick with the fade here. All right. So Wednesday slate, we are going off the cheat sheet only. RotoWire.com/slash soccer trial free two day trial. The slate is currently not up at DraftKings, but we have the prices. So we'll be going off that, and this is a little different than Tuesday slate. We mentioned Manchester United. Uh, I think they're, what, 70 75% win percentage. We have no team over 50% chance to win. I think this is a similar slate to Boxing Day, if I can remember correctly, where no one was above 50% chance to win. A uh, few more teams made. No, I think it was still a four-gamer. The games were just spread out on Boxing Day. So we have Aston Villa as the biggest favorite home against Wolves. Southampton, the second biggest favorite home against Nottingham Forest. I don't think I've ever said that this season, but here we are. Tottenham are away at Crystal Palace, slight favorite. Leeds home against West Ham, a slight favorite there. So where do we start here? Is there 
I mean, there's really, I guess there's just no slam dunk place is kind of what the first thing you look at the odds. And I mean, you have Harry Kane, 9,500, you have son at 9,200. Just looking at forwards here. Are you playing son here at 9,200 in cash games at crystal palace? Do you think this is a good enough spot? Do you, what do you think of this matchup? Crystal palace home, uh, kind of off and on this season, your former hometown Crystal Palace? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't think Sun's a must at 9,200. I also don't really agree with the odds in that game. For me, that game's like more of a pick em. Tottenham are not very good, in my opinion. Um, like, yeah, I thought they were a bit overvalued in the market there. I mean, Sun's fine, but there's other forwards that are pretty similar. Um as far as just like the slate as a whole, are there any slam dunk plays? Yeah, I don't know if you'd say slam dunk, but probably for cash games, Dina for Villa, I would say. At Maybe Defender. like a, a wide open alley-oop play on a breakaway or something like that. No <laughs> slam dunks. Sure. <laughs> um, Dina probably, I thought, was really the best defender and taking set pieces for Villa, who's either the biggest favorite or second biggest favorite um, about the same as Southampton. Yeah. The biggest favorite Villa yeah. um, maybe Ward Prowse at midfield. We don't have pricing on Southampton yet, but he definitely stands out. Uh, but forward. Yeah. I don't know. So you're comparing sun. What is he? 9,200 with Bowen 8,700 away to Leeds. Uh, just, you know, before looking at the numbers, the West Ham Leeds game seemed like clearly the best game to me for, goals and fantasy points so I know Bowen's been disappointing but you know he's he's a similar option to Sun um, for cheaper uh, after that though I don't know Morgan Gibbs White seems okay to me um, but there's not much after that at forward I don't know what do you think maybe just by default Sun becomes a better play you're probably spending up in one spot yeah, it's, it seems like there's a lot of guys kind of, okay, we kind of like them, but none of them really stand out. I mean, we have the, we'll have a question here, Diego Costa. I mean, I'm not going to play him, but he's 3,600 if he starts again. I, it's just weird to 3, see. 3,600? <laughs> he just keeps going down in price because he hasn't been good. Uh, so, it, Wow. It's I just, wouldn't want to do it. Right. It, you have, I guess you're, you're comparing Costa. Skamaka is 5,100 against Leeds, and you mentioned that being a match to look at. Brendan Johnson, 5,700. Um, I think, though, as we go into midfield slash forward options, we have Potence here at 6,000. If Potence starts at Aston Villa, yeah. what do you think of Potence? I saw that. Um, he's definitely an option. But I would say if Gibbs White is priced even closely to him, then I would prefer Gibbs White. You maybe can play both, though. Like, Potence is okay for 6K. I just think um, I'd rather have Gibbs White against Southampton than well, Gibbs Potence White is 8,400, though. Oh, I didn't see prices. That's what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, we're oh, going I didn't see we had prices for that. Yep. Yep. No, I just, yeah, no, I, Southampton and Forest prices weren't in before when I checked. 
okay, well then that changes things. I was thinking he would be like, I was thinking he would be like seven K or something, 6,500 even. I don't, I don't know why I was thinking that. Um, yeah. So potence then. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, it's not a great play, but he split set pieces last game. You mentioned Skamaka. I mean, not a cash play necessarily, but prop, I guess not the worst. He's just a little too cheap at 5,100, even though he's, pretty i mean he's goal assist dependent but i think i would consider skamaka a little more if antonio is completely out antonio according to david moyes today uh he has an illness so if antonio's out that's more likelihood that uh, skamaka gets maybe closer to a full 90 so something to keep an eye on otherwise i mean it's just a situation where these guys have been, you know, 60, 70 minutes, and then the other one goes on. So, I mean, yeah. do you want uh, 65 minutes from Skamaka away from home? Not in cash games, no. Right. In tournaments, it's fine. Um, but if Antonio is out, I, that, yeah, that's a big – that's a significant bump for, for my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the decision at forward will come down to – what you're doing at midfield. Like, are you spending 9,000 on James Ward Prowse? So what he is 9k. Yeah. I mean, they are home. They're against Nottingham Forest. So you like the matchup, but this is Southampton. And I mean, this, I know they are favored, but this is, this just doesn't mean right. Right. Southampton are going to dominate because they're home and favored against Nottingham Forest. I don't think it's a guarantee that that happens. Yeah, I think the problem is there's just not many other options. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not going to play any Forest mids. Um, you're not going to play any West Ham mids. P- Crystal Palace Spurs game has Olise and Perisic. Olise 8,100, Perisic 73. I mean, they're okay. Um, Douglas Louise is priced up, I think, 7,800. You're not going to do that in cash games. <laughs> Um, so like Ward Prowse is just kind of clearly the best play. So I think you just play him, right? Um, Leeds, so, I don't know. Yeah, no, go, go ahead. If you do that, you probably won't be able to spend on two forwards though, right? No, you wouldn't be able to spend at two forwards, but I mean, I don't, it doesn't really seem like a must to me. I, I guess because a potence is there. So you're not spending on two forwards anyway. Yeah. I mean, there's, I guess. There'll be other guys too, I guess. You can you might you can punt a spot. I mean, maybe I mean, what's like Brennan Johnson? Maybe they priced all these forest guys up apparently. Brennan Johnson is oh, I'm looking at Aronson. I, mean, uh, I just saw him. He's like fifty eight hundred. Yeah, that's too much. You know, he was like four K last game. fifty seven hundred. Okay, so never mind. Um yeah, Potence though for six K splitting sets. Right? That seems yeah. fine to me. Um like it just doesn't seem – I don't know. You're not playing Sun and Bowen. I mean, Eze is 8,600. All those guys are up there. Yeah, Sun and Bowen, they just – it's not quite a good enough spot for either of them. They're just, I don't know, kind of marginal plays in my opinion. Yeah. Um... Maybe people – you know, if you feel differently, then you can spend up in two spots. But I don't think – 3k less for potence or something is necessarily that big of a drop off i did have a question so crystal palace uh you could see it on uh, sofa score they went to a 4-2-3-1 last match for some reason opta is still put in a 4-3-3 but 
but I, I read their uh, match preview and they mentioned how Decore and, and Schlupp played, you know, central midfield in deep central midfield spots. And then Eze was, was the attacking midfielder in the central role. Zaha back on the left side. So what we have here, four, two, three, one, does that change anything from what we were kind of considering in the past uh, with like the four, three, three, uh, how they're putting Eze more on the wing and uh, Zaha more as a central forward. Does that change your thoughts at all in terms of, in terms of what, like what Crystal Palace are going to do in terms of DFS? Um, a little bit, I guess. I think point per dollar, Elise has the best floor on Palace, like with this formation and <clears throat> even splitting sets with Eze. Um, so I don't know. I guess I ne- I haven't necessarily always thought that, but I do now. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. Do you think they're going to do the same thing here? I mean, they dom. I mean, obviously, it was, they, it was, they play great. It was Bournemouth, yeah. but they dominated them. Bournemouth just didn't do anything against them. And then you look at Tottenham. I don't know what their number is, but they've allowed multiple goals in like it feels like ten straight matches. Maybe it's only five straight matches, but they just haven't looked good. Uh, I believe like they've it, gotten scored on first in 10 straight matches. <laughs> I, I'm, I think that's the stat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually wrote about this in my, in my betting article this week. I think Crystal Palace score first is plus 125. So, I mean, you also consider Basuma is suspended. Bettenker going to be out again. Kulishevsky 50, 50 to play. So we could see Skip start next to Hoisberg in the midfield. We could see, again, Brian Gill starting up front for him. Uh, like, their back line has been kind of a yeah. mess. Uris um, has been a, a bigger mess than maybe the like biggest it, yeah, mess of the team. I, yeah, I agree. Like, I totally agree. I think I think there's more floor points on the Palace side in this matchup. Um, like, what is Tottenham going to do to change what they've looked like for the past two months? I mean, yeah. I don't think they're they, going to change things immediately three yeah. days after what just happened. So, Especially with a guy like Conte. I mean, he just plays the same way. He's just played the same way forever. I mean, you should write a, in the next betting article that – I don't know what the odds are, but Conte, next manager to get sacked. I was thinking about that one. Um, I don't know, man. Spurs have been bad lately, and I doesn't seem like – like I thought they – like it's been, a, this is a long time coming. They've sort of like, this could have happened last year. Mm, could have happened earlier in this season. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have much hope with that lineup. They need their star players back. Um, the one thing about Palace though, last game, the, that Bournemouth team that they played against was real bad. Um, a lot of backups in no Tavernier, but yeah, I don't know. I like the Palace side in this game. Uh, Chan's asking us about Rodrigo, who is 7,600. Seems like a lot, 7,600, but Bamford's still out. What is Rodrigo, 76? Yeah. Actually, I guess what about these, sit- just these lead guys in general here? Uh, right, we can right no, but just it. Rodrigo, like, when you consider the prices of these other guys, I don't think he's expensive. Um, like, Eze is 86, Bowen, 87. Uh, ben Rama 88. I didn't see what Zaha. Obviously, the Spurs guys are over 9K. Um, this match, though, this Leeds West Ham match. Yeah, I think this is the match for tournaments. Um, West Ham, that was a, you know, people are calling for 
David Moyes to get sacked too. I mean, he's probably the favorite. I don't know. I, I, I never looked at those odds, but anyways, this is like a big match for West Ham. Um, I think they're, they're going to respond. I think they were a bit unlucky to lose two nil. I watched that whole game. Um, I just, yeah, I just any, like, sorry. Any, anytime Emerson starts for West Ham, it seems like they lose uh, the new signing Emerson. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I just think, yeah, I'm not, I, I don't necessarily like them to win. I just like there to be some goals in this game. So I think Rodrigo 7,600, that's someone I'd consider for tournaments for sure. Yeah. Uh, I guess we have to talk about the lead set piece situation. So against Manchester city, Sam Greenwood and Mark Roca split set pieces last game, Jack Harrison and Forshaw. Uh, I guess Gelhart took one as well. And Aronson has not taken any the last three matches, which is kind of which has removed a lot of his fantasy value. But I will say, I mean, you look at the Leeds last matches here, uh, Man- Manchester City at Newcastle. So these aren't great spots anyways for fantasy production uh, without set pieces. So I think that has to be taken into account when you're looking at Aronson for 5,700. Uh, maybe not for cash games, but if, if Harrison starts, what do you think about that at 5,200? Yeah, I think Harrison for 5,200 is fine for cash. Um, you know, you just worry about the minutes, but his price is is cheap. He's he's a little too cheap if he's going to be – or you know, he's quite a bit too cheap if he was going to play 90 minutes and take mm-hmm. the sets. You know, he was 7,500, even more than that or, earlier in the season. Um but yeah. I think, yeah, 5,200 is just a little too cheap. Like, but you might only get 60 minutes. Yeah. I believe Marsh actually mentioned Harrison in his press conference and just kind of said he, he's still trying to get uh, Harrison back to full fitness because I think he missed he missed the first match after the, the break and then he was on the bench, or maybe that was before the break. Then he's on the bench for the. Yeah. So you probably, he's priced for his minutes probably, you know, you can't really yeah. expect more than 70 minutes. Yeah. And all, I mean, it just also seems like all those guys are in play to be subbed in for leads. I mean, we talked about this. All of them. Yeah. They a while ago, of like, yeah. Somerville, like even Greenwood's been getting minutes. Yeah. I mean, Ing too, uh is, has I think started the last two matches. So yep. uh, just a lot of guys there who have potential to sub on, but I think it seems like like Aronson is the one guy who is most likely to go 90. I mean, his numbers don't look good the last couple matches. But uh, And then, I mean, I read, Rodrigo went 82 minutes last match, and he's kind of been Rodrigo. Their, their, their I like Rodrigo, yeah, for minutes as well. He, he should have 80 at least, you know. Yeah, his was, replacement would be Galhart, I believe. So, Yeah. Um, and he's just, you know – clearly their best goal scorer mm-hmm. uh, without, without Bamford. So uh, we kind of went a little, went all around here, but for midfield, I mean, yeah, it's tough because we're the slate's not up. So uh, if you want to go down, what do you think about Ryan Yates at 3,900? Um, sure. I like the ma- I, I like the matchup. Well, I like the matchup for Forrest on the, on the road to palace. Um, yeah, I think if you needed it, what, what is he? 3,900. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's fine. Um, I just see yellow card in three of the last four. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, that that's that makes uh, his numbers look worse than they should be. Actually, I'm also, what I'm, saying. I'm also seeing uh, – I played Nunez. Was it the last match I played Nunez? Maybe in showdowns. Uh, but Nunez is down here as well. Matthias Nunez for Wolverhampton uh, at Aston Villa. He's 3,400. Yeah. Um, Froiler, another midfield option for Forrest. Froiler is 3,300. So, I mean, if you want to go down here, I guess you can look at these guys. Even Tyler Adams. I mean, I guess all these guys are kind of in the same range. It just depends what, what matchup you like more than the others. Yeah, what are these Southampton guys? El Yanusi, 4,300. I can get behind that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Nunez, I don't like the matchup, but 3,400 is pretty good. I was, I played him a bunch earlier in the season and never did anything. Yeah. Um, do you like for tournaments, Shea Adams? We didn't mention him, 6,800. It seems kind of cheap. Home against Nottingham Forest. Think he'd be popular? Yeah. Yeah. I think he will be kind of popular. That seems a little too cheap. I like that. Um, I don't know, though. Maybe. I mean, do you think he will be popular? Seems he's one that I don't know. Sometimes people play him and sometimes they don't. Yeah, I mean, we have Kane and Son on this slate, so it's a wonder. And we have Zaha, who is who's kind of dropping down in price a little bit as well against Tottenham. So I like I like Che. I think he's one of the better plays at that. He's price, surprisingly probably. cheap. Yeah, I, I like Che. He was up in the seven K range. He's, I think, mm. him similar option to Rodrigo. Two of like the better plays for the for the money. Yeah. Um. Question: Any chance Mateta or Eduard start for Palace? I mean, there's always a chance. I guess we have to say that this is this is the third match, or maybe in some case, fourth the fourth match since the World Cup break, because they did open with, with cup matches there. But, I mean, there there's always a potential for some rotation for these guys because they played so many matches. There's always a chance with that. But, I mean, these Crystal Palace guys, like, they didn't play in the World Cup um, in, in terms of uh, Vieira rotating for Crystal Palace. He hasn't done a ton of rotation this season. Uh, like, what, well, Eduard has been getting starts over Mateta, and then he was completely – drop because uh, he recently decided on playing both Elise and IU in the lineup. And I, I don't really see a reason for that to change unless like he thinks these guys are too tired to start again. Um, yeah. Um, I, I mean, would all, yeah, I would know. I say, I would say that I think we get the same lineup. I think, yeah. IU might've gotten rotated out for Mateta or Eduard, but not after scoring last game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Vieira just seems like a guy who's going to stick with that four. Yeah. In terms of rotation, I mean, West Ham already played like Emerson last match. There, there may be some moves in there. I don't think Suchek actually started last match either. I don't think Carrer started last match. Um, Yeah. You could see something different from West Ham, but yeah. Like a four nulls could be in, I guess. Yeah, it just – I don't know, though. I, I think that lineup you have – I think they're going to – I don't know. I think he sticks with those guys. Yeah. But. Southampton rotation always possible. 
And then for Aston Villa, like guys like McGinn and Louise picked up minor issues. I believe minor issues. We haven't really had a press conference since their last game. Uh, so, like, we could see Douglas Louise out. If Douglas Louise is out, uh, would, that's, a, would, that's interesting. Would that Ooh. give set pieces to someone else other than Dina here? Like, Buendia, if Coutinho starts, yeah. like, what would we be looking it would, at? It would either be. Well, I have, but yeah, it would either be Buendia or Coutinho. I was just, I was going to say Buendia splitting with, with Dina. Um, that's, yeah, that's what I think it would be. Yeah, we haven't seen much Coutinho under Unai no. Emery, so. And I don't know, but it, it, it might also be Leon Bailey if if he were to start. Um, mm-hmm. Villa, Villa played well last game. They could just stick with the same lineup. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they were pretty good against Tottenham, kind of dominated Spurs, actually. Yeah, I mean, I I said to you before the show, Leon Bailey, maybe he's most likely to start, but I'm just going off the basis that he always has a muscle injury, so why are we starting him three times in, in 10 days or whatever? Yeah, um, but, he's one that would probably get rotated. <laughs> but I guess sometimes managers just don't care about that kind of thing. That's why guys get injured a lot of times from overusage. Uh, I guess there's yep. a chance Raul Jimenez starts for Wolverhampton, and he is 5,200. Again, it's been so long since he started. So, like, he's going to. And, you know, after, yeah, him and a, after he made those comments about, like, being sort of afraid to head the ball because of the injury, I mean, like, that is just the last thing you want to hear, especially for a guy like Jimenez that, you know, scores goals with his head, you know? Like, half um, of his goals, probably. Yeah. I mean, 50, what is he? 53, 5,200. I mean, yeah, it'd be fine because he takes penalties, but yeah, it seems like, yeah, he's having a tough time after that head injury. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. Well, a couple questions here. Before we, I guess while we get into defenders, we have 
Some questions for teams using wingbacks. So we could see Southampton again use a couple wingbacks. I don't think Perau actually started last match. He did not. Um, he may not start again. We'll see. Um, but Perau, KWP, I believe is 3,800. Um, and then West Ham, actually, I think Sioux Fall was a wingback with Emerson last match. I was big on Sioux Fall playing as a wingback last match. Just double checking here. Yeah, I mean, he had 12.9 points uh, playing on the right wing. I think that's it. Just in terms of these wingbacks, um, it's hard to t- it's hard to say. Again, we're going off the we're going just off of the cheat sheet here. But yeah, Kyle Walker Peters is thirty eight hundred. Perrault fifty five hundred. Uh, Sioux Fall is fifty one hundred. Cresswell is fifty seven hundred. But I believe he played as a center back last match. Um, so he yeah he did probably won't be <clears> on the wing. Uh, just what are your thoughts on just those guys and uh, the difference between them playing wing back and a full back role? Um, pretty big difference for West Ham, in my opinion. Yeah, I was big on Sioux Fall last slate as well. He was my highest owned defender. Uh, yeah, 13 points you mentioned, but 5,100 if he was in a back four, I wouldn't want to play that. Um, if he's on the wing, he's a guy that I like. Um, Cresswell, yeah, definitely not if he's at center back again. He's okay if he's if they're in a back four just because he's going to split sets too. So then you can consider him, especially for cash games. Uh, I think Dina has the highest floor though. So would you play? Him. Would you play Cresswell more if he was a left back, or does, does it not matter because of set pieces? You mean left back or what? Center back. Oh yeah, I mean if Cresswell's a center back, I would. I didn't. I had zero on the last slate. I don't okay. even consider Cresswell when he's at center back. Um, yeah, left back, though, I think he's an okay play because he gets some open play crosses, too, or at least more. Um, the Southampton guys, I like either one of them on the wing. I would definitely play Perot if he started on, on the left wing. Are you sure. worried at all about his minutes? 54 yeah, minutes a little, and a but, start and then didn't start? Yeah, d- yeah, but just for tournaments. Yeah, also goal. a new manager. Goal. Yeah, he has goals and assists in him for tournaments. And defender it might be kind of weak on this slate, depending on the formations. Uh, Kyle Walker-Peters is a good price, though. I actually think there's guess, a lot of pretty good options on this slate. Okay, so yeah, there it looks like it. But I can't play Hugo Bueno splitting sets with eight Nori coming on for him every game at like 70 minutes, um, um, especially away to Villa. What if – where is Aitnari at anyway? What if Aitnari started? I mean, then I – how much is he? But I just feel like Bueno would come on for him. Where is he? I can't find him. Here he is, 4,700. So yeah, I mean, I just feel like Bueno would come on for him. And so you wouldn't play either one, also, maybe in tournaments. Yeah, maybe in tournaments, but I also don't like the matchup either for Wolves. So – it just sort of takes me off in general. Um, and then I don't want to play any Palace defenders or Spurs defenders uh, or really Leeds defenders. So, I mean, it just sort of narrows the options down. Yeah, I guess the Leeds guys are kind of expensive. They're fine. I mean, wait, what? Christensen's fine. 
Um, yeah, forty six hundred. Then strike is forty seven hundred. Yeah, defenders just it's not great after Dina, in my opinion. Uh, if Luke Ailing starts as a fullback, would you consider him at forty two hundred? Yeah, that's okay. He has some. He shows up with some good games. Walker what, Peters, I would like. What if Jed Spence? Yeah, Jed Spence. <laughs> um, I mean, he'd probably get subbed, but I think he'd. Yeah, I'd take some chances in tournaments. <laughs> because I mean, maybe Conte mixes some things up cheap. on the wing. Right, right. Exactly. Maybe maybe Conte shakes it up. He's just cheap. But back to what I was saying, I mean, I think, like we mentioned Dean, we mentioned Cresswell and Peroud, but I mean, I don't, it's not like if Nico Williams starts or, or Aurier starts, if Raynon Lodi starts, like those guys aren't in terrible spots against Southampton. I think those guys, any of them, I think are in play here yeah, against Southampton. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think, yeah, what I was saying about Forrest, any of the Forrest guys are in play, in, what, in my opinion. What about the situation with Ashley Young is at 5K, Maddie Cash. What's Maddie Cash? I couldn't find him in there. He's no. one of those guys that's just mysteriously not in there. For some reason, yeah, he's just not having goal-scoring odds. we got to go down to stats. He's 4,800. So, I mean, I, I would be okay with it. It's just I also feel like people probably have like PTSD from playing Maddie Cash at the World Cup. I think Unai Emery just has PTSD from watching him in the World Cup. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Or maybe he plays DFS. We don't know. <laughs> um, I still think I'm still okay with Matty Cash. Are you considering three defender builds at all? Probably not. Unless or is we it get just good, probably just not, not unless we get enticing. good formations. No. It depends on the lineups, but. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe you like these guys better than I do. I don't really think anyone's that great of a play besides Dina. Like they're fine. Guess some guys are fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess what's the comparisons in in the I don't know six k and below range uh, with them? I guess you're, you're looking at Brendan Aronson is in here. Uh, Coutinho, Harrison's in this range. Yeah, actually, I shouldn't say no necessarily. Like, the other options aren't that great either. Like, would you play Kyle Walker-Peters or any of those central midfielders that we mentioned, like Yates or Nunez or Tyler Adams? Like, would you play Kyle Walker-Peters or those guys in the utility if you're sitting, like, 4K sub? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Yeah. I would probably play a midfielder. I'd probably play KWP if he was a wingback. Going back to the wingback yeah, conversation. It's it's about the formations. Otherwise, like in tournaments, I'm still just always looking for the goal or the assist, even in that range. Like who's more likely to win the tournament for you? You know, maybe for cash games than Kyle Walker-Peters. But I still yeah. think as like a wingback, though, there is still some upside there with with Walker. Oh Peters. no, I totally agree. If wingback, then my answer would be Kyle Walker Peters. Okay, yeah, definitely. Uh, Joey Barone is asking about today's slate. We we talked, I don't know, a few minutes on Tuesday's slate at the beginning of the show. If you want to scroll back, there's also an article on this site 
written by Jack Burkhart. If you want to check that out, that slate gets underway in a couple hours. And then I see this other question. Are we going off Opta formations experience? How trustworthy are these formations? Um, I look at, I look at a bunch of different places for projected lineups just here and there. And none of them are that trustworthy. You know, there's mistakes on all of them constantly with for I mean, they're pretty good, but like sofa score, fop mob, for instance, or where, who scored wherever else there's mistakes all the time. So it's really experience mostly. Um, but just using those as a guide, I guess is, is fine. Yeah. Uh, I think it was about a year or two ago when I had a little bit more time, there was some Twitter account that was doing like a a lineup competition for accuracy with lineups. And I was spending a ton of time on that to get ours as good as possible. But like RotoWires is being compared with other sites around the internet. And it was like every week it was like, okay, RotoWire is up here or it's down here. Like no one is consistently good because I mean, specifically for this late, we can't project what these managers are going to do on a short week. Like there could be tons of rotation. It's just like impossible, impossible to project here Um, because it's not like these managers are coming out saying, okay, yeah, this guy's fatigued. This guy's fatigued. So I'm probably going to look at this guy. Managers don't usually talk like that. It's mostly a secret. They don't like talking about injuries as it is. So like this information isn't out there. It's a lot of guesswork, obviously. I mean, you can never predict uh, like a Guardiola lineup or Klopp or those, you know, especially Pep. He's, you never know who's going to rotate or who's going to start, even no. when you're like for sure that a certain guy is going to be in there. Yeah, or I not mean, in there. I mean, Rico Lewis has, has started the last two matches. Cancelo has not started the last oh, two after, matches. Oh, like, sorry, sorry. I just see you said after lineups come out. Okay, yeah, there's mistakes. There's quite a few mistakes with positions quite a few mistakes and people go off i people go off those for tournaments but you need to look more into it i don't know maybe adam can i would say go into our discord and ask questions if you have any questions right Um, like i'm usually in there trying to give out what information i know there are some teams that tweet out the formation that they plan on using and, and some teams that you can actually tell what their formation is like if Southampton uses Salisu, Lianco, and Bella Kochap, like it's pretty clear they're going to have three center backs and then some guy on the wing. I mean, I guess maybe I shouldn't say pretty clear because I guess it depends who else is in there because I we have seen Lianco play as a right back, so maybe I don't want to say that there, yeah, but I think Twitter is the best source. Like, I go off Twitter mostly random Twitter accounts? No, like looking at how the team posts their lineup. Right. And then also, like you said, like you said, and then also if you wait a little bit closer to lock, you can usually see how they're warming up. Uh, You'll, you might have people at the game that are talking about it. Um, But yeah, if you look at sofa score or fat mob or wherever they have guys in wrong positions and wrong formations, even quite a bit. I mean, I, back in the day, I used to get burned by it with a few teams. Yeah, I think – I'm just doing this off of memory. I think the majority of these teams on this slate post their actual formations in the graphic. 
if you want to learn how to read Twitter graphics, a uh, line of graphics, I don't know, just send me a DM and, and I'll, uh, I'll enlighten you, but uh, it's, it's usually not too difficult. If you're, if you're just looking at positions, it's usually like we'll either start with a right back or a left back and then kind of go from there with the formation. But we're diving into the weeds a little bit. Uh, goalkeeper play whoever you want on this slate. Just because uh, there isn't a, a massive yeah. favorite or anything yeah. like that. I think play whoever you want. I mean, who has the best clean sheet odds? Villa against Wolves. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'd probably agree with that. They're not great. Uh, Again, I think as far as value, Palace, I guess. Gaito, I think, is probably too cheap, just a little. Um, All these guys, I'm looking at the prices right now. All these guys are really close. We got – if Olsen starts, he's 5,500. Emiliano Martinez is 5,400. I'm just going to go down the line here. Bazunu is 5,300. Yuris is 5,100. Uh, Meslier is 4,900. Bobby Anski, 4,700. Gaeta, 4,500. All these guys are pretty close. Henderson, 4,300. Jose Sa, 4,200. Uh, so, like, it's all between pretty much 4,200 and... 5,500. So it's pretty close. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I, I could mean, t- yeah. I mean, I, whoever did fits, cheapest, I guess. cheapest home keeper. That's fine with me, but yeah, whoever fits. I mean, whoever, whoever doesn't negatively correlate with your lineup for tournaments. Yeah. I'd say, right. For tournaments, it's like if you're playing Sun and Kane in tournaments, like obviously you're not going to play Gaeta kind of thing. But if you're not using any of those guys, then, you know, Gaeta's sitting right there for 4,500, that kind of a thing. So, yeah. And I think there's probably, there's saves in the Leeds West Ham match. I mean, there could be in all the matches, but depending on what you think about that match, I kind of like Fabianski. Yeah. Um, it's always. Uh, yeah, I guess that's going off of your your thoughts of just West me. Ham. Yeah, some people West Ham know, rebounding. Some people would say the exact opposite. Like West Ham suck, and they're going to get buried. Like Leeds is the spot, which is fine too. You just whatever you think. I think a rebound is definitely what I think. Sorry, what so what I think is if this game would have happened a month or two ago, West Ham would have been clear favorites, and Leeds don't have some of their best players, and so. I don't know. I think West Ham's a better team. So that, yeah, that's what I think. But, you know, I, I probably would have said that before the season. And no, I, I, I guess I do say it now, like West Ham are a better team. It's just like, they just aren't playing that well together. I mean, I'm looking at all the results here. They have all these home recent home losses and you look away from home and it's like, they haven't really been good away from home either. They have, you know, of course, losses to top teams, but like a 1-1 draw at Southampton, 1-0 loss at Everton. Uh, I guess their their best performance was 1-0 win at Aston Villa on August 28th. Otherwise, they lost at Nottingham Forest. Like, they just haven't looked good pretty much all season. So, yeah, you're right. They haven't. Um, maybe, yeah, I probably maybe believe in them just a bit more. I look at their players and still have a lot of really good players, some world-class players in there. So Definitely, I definitely. I mean, they, they're playing in UEFA for a reason. I do think mm-hmm. they play – I mean, we look at the odds, and Leeds matches always tend to be a little more high-scoring, but it, it does seem like West Ham try to play a little more safer away from home, a little more defensive, which is why you have 
those, those one no results against the worst teams throughout the year. Um, right. So that is something uh, just and to I consider in, I, in tournaments. Yeah, I will add that part of the reason is just the specific spot. Like, the, um, I don't know how to explain it, but if they had been playing okay or I don't know, and this was just sort of like a more normal game, but this is like – it's one Can't of those lose. backs against. It's one of those backs against the wall spot games. Yeah, that that come up once in a while. And I don't know, like watching soccer for a long time, it seems like a spot to me where West Ham come out and need to win, try to score, create chances. Like, and Leeds is a good team to do that against, and West Ham have the players to do it. So that's that's where I would lean. So. In that situation, I usually tend to think it's like it'll be lower scoring because of that. Because <laughs> yeah, they, they don't right. want to go down a goal early. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, but it's just like leads. I don't know. I don't have much faith. Like these leads games produce goals. Um, I don't know. And leads. Outside of the Newcastle game. Right. Outside of the Newcastle game. I don't know. Like I think there's goals in these leads games, especially with new player i like leads have players out still some no bamford dallas I mean, bamford, uh, I don't know, just like young guys in there harrison just coming back okay fine maybe i'm overselling it a little but i think i'm actually gonna bet under a half a goal in the first half i'm gonna bet scoreless in the first half that's plus 205 <laughs> yeah i can see that Definitely. Like, so, I don't think West Ham are an easy team to score against for Leeds either. I can see 1-0. No. All right. So, to win tournaments, I mean, we didn't – uh, I mean, cash games, it's just like we mentioned the guys that, that you want to consider playing. I, I don't know if you, there's more to say about it, but for tournaments, we're kind of talking about this Leeds-West Ham game, and it has the highest implied goal total – but do you think like Kane and Son are going to be the most popular players just because of who they are and they're favored? Even like people aren't going to care that they're away from home. Or do you think the, the Leeds and West Ham guys will be more popular? Or is it just like no one's going to be that popular? Uh, pretty much any kind of build is viable uh, as long yeah. as you get the goals. Uh, I wish I knew. I'm not good at projecting ownership. Probably those Spurs guys. I mean, those Spurs guys will be the most popular. But, like, people got to be sick of playing these Spurs guys too, right? I mean, are people really just going to keep playing them? I don't want to. So that's why I always think, like, are other do other people feel that way? Probably, right? I would say, well, like, Tottenham haven't been playing that well. Sun's floor has been kind of better I, I know it was earlier in the season when he was putting up some real duds but i mean he's been fine the last yeah. few matches yeah so yeah so that, that that's a good point to just finish the cash game talk um i think i would probably start with dina ward prowse son and then you just you figure it out there's not probably you know potence. maybe maybe potence yeah maybe harrison maybe then you 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 save money in other spots, but yeah, Sun is probably you're probably going to spend up for Sun on this slate. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, okay. All right, so if we go off the basis of Tottenham allowing goals, we can consider Crystal Palace. Uh, they won they won some tournaments in the last game against Bournemouth. 
Uh, the question with them is, you know, they got four guys in attacking roles, all who could score, uh, all of them who could have solid floors, I guess. IU, I think, had the best floor for them uh, against Fulham a couple matches ago. Southampton, Nottingham Forest. I mean, that's a sneaky match that could produce goals as well. I mean, you could look at any of these games. Villa, Wolves, eh, I don't know about goals in that one, but... Yeah, I like uh, I like the Spurs. Or sorry, the Southampton Forest match. Decent, some decent prices in that game, um, and I just don't think either team is very good. So yeah, th- that's one I'll look to target. So we we know Che Adams, we know uh, James Ward Prowse, but the rest of their lineup is if we don't know who's actually playing, playing ninety or who's going to be playing much. Uh, so. In that situation, like we have currently, like a Rebo, Elianusi, uh, Proud. Uh, I mean, we're not going to play Diallo. I, I don't think. But does does anyone really stand out, or is it just kind of, I mean, plug one of these guys in, or are you just going to try and lean on Ward, Prowse, and Adams in tournaments? Um. Yeah. Good question. Does anyone really stand out? I think Elianusi is a little bit too cheap. I think he has goals and assists in him for 4,300 and not many other guys do in that price range. So that's where I would look, but anyone in that matchup that's around 5k seems fine. Um, This slate, like there's not a lot of cheap goals or like, where are you going to get cheap goals from? There's not a lot of spots. You mentioned Diego Diego Costa, Costa, right? I mean, Diego Costa or, or maybe another Wolves guy, but these Villa guys aren't cheap. No one on Palace is cheap. Like I would, you wouldn't have expected the Palace guys to be that expensive against Spurs, but you know I don't know. No, West Ham isn't cheap except Skamaka. Um, so I think anyone on Southampton is fine for five k or below. Nothing really stands out to me. I'm just trying to think of what I'm gonna. <laughs> What I'm yeah, gonna do right. Here. There, there's not much that stands out. <laughs> like, do you want to play this this Villa Wolverhampton game? No, not really. Nope. Maybe Ali Watkins. Maybe Ali Watkins. Because yeah, he's, he's expensive, but I could always play Ali Watkins. I don't think people will play him for for that price. What is right. it, four or something? Like this matchup isn't terrible, and it seemed. I mean, it is a it is a short week, but it seems like he's the ninety minutes guy, and he is playing. It seems like he's playing better under Emery as well. So, yeah, I'm fine with that. I just these Villa guys are all expensive. Yeah, Buendia. I think Buendia. Buendia. I just see is 6,500. He's he's okay for tournaments. Yeah, that'll be something to keep an eye on. Just the Villa lineups, Villa set pieces, kind of a thing. Um, I mean, Douglas Weiss has been splitting some. So if he's out, that could mean. We mentioned it before. That could mean Buendia on some sets. I know he doesn't have many this season. I think he has three on the season. But, uh, I mean, if Douglas Luiz is out, if McGinn's out, that could mean set pieces for a Buendia. If Douglas so, Luiz and McGinn don't play, I would definitely play Buendia. Would you consider him in cash games? Yeah. Yeah. If those, like, if those guys like aren't – yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. if you're considering Harrison, it's not right. – like, if you have the money – You'd rather play Buendia if that was the case. Right. I'll probably Maybe you play both. You can you know you might play both. I think I'm gonna go back to Zaha here. 
How much is Zaha? He's eighty one hundred, I believe. The cheapest Palace Se- guy, seventy nine hundred. Oh, yeah, the cheapest Palace guy. I don't mind that at all. I wonder if people are going to see what he's recently done. He it really hasn't really been doing too much. I know it was out of the break that it was like Zaha actually has a really good floor because he draws so many fouls, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, uh, he has one shot in two matches. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't done a ton. So maybe he won't be uh, his usual popular self, So, but you could get that. Again, he's still on PKs. I think Crystal Palace are going to come out and try to get that early goal, which everyone has seemingly done against Tottenham. So I'll probably look at Zaha and one of the set piece takers. I don't know if I want to go three Crystal Palace guys in this matchup. No, but, not three. Um, but I, I think just... two guys is is a reasonable route there. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I do too, and I don't think I don't think people are are going to want to pay those salaries for the Palace guys. I don't know, right. maybe Zaha because he's finally cheaper than the other ones. But the other thing is. You know, I know we've been talking about Spurs not being very good, but maybe you have the numbers on this. I don't think they've been allowing many corners, like, at all in recent matches. So, like, I don't know what that means for Palace corners. Um, They're allowing the fewest on this on this slate. Yeah, okay. Night, so I just yeah, they, they don't the way they don't allow many corners just with the way they play. They they allow other stuff. Uh, which is maybe just another reason to like Zaha. They allow um, goals. They allow goals, right. I do like Olise, though. Just, I don't really think people will want to pay 8100 for him. Yeah, so uh, they allowed six against Brentford. But the thing is, they allow goals, and then the rest of the match, they put more bodies forward, and, they, and, they, <laughs> and they're the ones with more corners. Actually, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, go ahead. We haven't actually mentioned Perisic here. 7,300 seems like a, a pretty good tournament route. Like, if you want to get the early Crystal Palace goal with Zaha, whoever, IU even, uh, like, Perisic has been taking some late corners in matches for Tottenham, and this would be like a situation, just get the early goal with Crystal Palace, then, you know, run it back with these with these Tottenham set-piece takers kind of a thing. Yeah, I think Perisic is a good tournament play. He's been getting in goal scoring positions too. He's, he's going to, yeah, he could have scored a couple goals too. So he's, he's obviously got a floor, but yeah, he's a good tournament play. All right. Yeah. Any other thoughts here uh, on this great slide? I don't, I don't think so. I think we tried to we broke down just, <laughs> just about, just about all we can or could at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, we don't have the, the automated Excel spreadsheet that, that Jack Burkhart has where he can plug in players and has that. I mean, it's pretty easy to put together, but we just don't do that. Uh, we just look at players. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's, that's um, let me look at the schedule here. But, yeah, that's, I guess that's all we got. We got back-to-back four-game slates, and then we got cup matches. I believe it's this weekend. So, Premier League – on a little bit of a break, but we got other other leagues going on this weekend as well. So, Ryan, you can find him at Ryan Belangi. I am at Roto Zadroik on Twitter. RotoWire.com slash SoccerTrial. Free two-day trial at RotoWire. And if you want to get in a Discord, RotoWire.com slash chat. And that'll get you set up. You got to have a subscription. But that's it. That's the four-game slate for Wednesday, January 4th. Good luck to anyone, everyone. Ryan, welcome back to the States. Uh, Packers got a big game next weekend. Against your Lions. 
against the Lions, and that game might not – well, I guess it means something for the Packers no matter what, but uh, if the Seahawks win, that game might not matter for the Lions. Uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I guess we'll see everyone. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll have a betting show later. Uh, no, we won't have a betting show because it's it's uh, it's cup matches. Uh, so maybe we'll just see everyone next week. This weekend is cup matches? I think so. Let's say um, – Let's say I'm missing yeah. something. And yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, the next Premier League match after Thursday is January 12th. Yeah, which is a Thursday. Yeah, okay. So week week off. So we got a big a, slate on Saturday. Four game slate on Saturday. Okay, yeah. We got a break. And we got another slate. Uh, well, we, let, I mean, let's win one of these next two slates. Start the year off right, you know. Yeah, I got a I got a couple entries in this in this five dollar. I think I'll take it down. It's pretty easy, yep. right? Easy, nice, easiest, nice. Yeah, king of easiest, the pitch ticket for five bucks today. <laughs> easiest one to win. Mm-hmm. All right, Ryan. Thanks again, and we'll see everyone next week. Yep. Good luck, everybody. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.